Hi everyone, this is Chris, and welcome to Black Man Ashes Cosmo, the only podcast that I host. <laughs> uh, it's been a while, guys. Uh, so I have been, like you and everyone else probably on the planet, I think, um, has been in quarantine. Uh, but I, I'll be honest, I haven't been very good at quarantining, per se. Um, I think when this whole thing started, I was still seeing people, just kind of hanging out. Um, I went on dates, did the whole video dating thing. Um, found varying degrees of success, uh, and yeah, it's, it's just it's weird that the world is different. But I'm also kind of embracing it. I had a small stint where I was kind of like lonely at first, but now I, I kind of I kind of enjoy it. Like I kind of enjoy being able to kind of focus on my projects and like do better things. I've started you know working on obviously the podcast again, but like I've been working on the anime debate channel for YouTube. I've been doing um, more on actual YouTube. I've been playing around with SEO for that. And it's gotten, I think, pretty pretty good. So I'm kind of embracing the time that I have to kind of focus on new things. Um, I did start a new job, uh, which I didn't think I told you guys about, but we'll get more into that in the meat of the podcast as we go along. Um, this week we have a guest. Um, she goes by the name of Ashley of Safe Haven in the City. Uh, I think that once we kind of roll to the podcast, she'll tell you more about it. Uh, but I think you'll enjoy this conversation, and I think that you should just, you know, be careful. Stay at home. Listen to Lori if you live in Chicago, and be safe. Uh, thank you, everybody, and enjoy today's conversation with Ashley. Oh, and one last thing before we um, we we do that, um, <laughs> I should probably say this: this is going to be the last episode of the Black Man Answers Cosmo podcast. We're um, not getting rid of the entire feed, but we're going to change this into the uh, Fighting Cancel Culture podcast which will be me tackling uh, council culture and just kind of discussing it each week, sometimes fighting it, sometimes exploring it, but I just think fighting sounds a lot uh, more strong than exploring, uh, and so I thought it would be a better hook of a, a podcast thing. So, yeah, uh, hope you guys enjoy the last episode of Black Panthers Cosmo, and I hope you stick around for the Fighting Council Culture podcast. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> 2020 is weird. And that show is very, like, on point. Uh-huh. Every second counts because we only had so long to right. keep the audience engaged. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's a lot of how I consume media as well. Wait, wait, I wait, want, wait, wait, wait. I want everything hitting a point. I'm like, Don't that's snap. your point? Don't snap. I want everything. Every time you snap, like, uh, uh, uh. Okay, like, okay. I'm cutting this podcast off right now. Got it. No, I'm okay. Um, I want everything to hit a point. What do you mean? I want there to be one second where you're thinking oh that person is into that person and then I want to go to the next second where it's awkward because you've already understood that this person is interested so then I need to get to the next meat of the plot so wait so I mean I guess so people don't really know what we're talking about right now so like essentially you produced a quarantine dating show Mm -hmm. right and explain me more about that process because I guess more or less that's how we met so right yeah (laughs) <laughs> quarantine doing all the things yeah. um no it was it was crazy so uh myself and another influencer ashantis jones mm-hmm. we started a brand essentially for small businesses and creatives mm-hmm. all about being inclusive so it's branded the inclusive collective mm-hmm. um follow us on instagram but the biggest thing about it is we were noticing oh yeah i mean youtube is where the show is so definitely follow us there um the biggest thing about it we've noticed being Mm. influencers in the city over the years is that there's not really an inclusive space for everyone Mm. and so we said let's create it um we were two months into getting ready for the launch and like three weeks away from launching and COVID hit and we were like, well, <laughs> we're not meeting up for this huge brand launch. Right. So what are we going to do with our time? And we were just talking about strategy. And I jokingly was like, what if we did this quarantine dating? What if we, what if someone did a quarantine dating show? Right. And uh, she was like, uh, yeah, we should do that. And <laughs> I was like, mm, really? <laughs> Can we do that? Um, but we started casting and there was a lot of interest. Mm. So I was casting on Hinge and that's how I met you. Right. And, 
and just kind of figured out who was going to be on the show, who was going to have the most um, connections or ability so, to connect with other people. So I, I, so I didn't make the cut for the show. Why? <laughs> oh, we're going there. I'm just, I'm just curious. I mean, I feel like I have a good personality. I think yeah. I'm like, I don't know, I think I'm good for meeting people and conversation yeah. wise. And so yeah. why didn't I make the cut for the show? <laughs> I'm serious, real question. Like, I feel like, I'm like, am I not good enough? Oh, no, you were way too good. And I was like, okay, here's, honestly, uh-huh. I met you, right. and I saw your profile, right? and I was like, hot dang, can I swear on here? You can swear. People swear. Okay, cool. Everybody's different. <laughs> I was like, hot damn, mm. if this guy goes on the show, right. I can't date him myself. I mean, you, I mean, you could have sabotaged all my dates. No, no. I mean, <laughs> would that have been the nicer thing to do? Did funnier. I just take you? I guess it would have been funnier, but it would have been a funnier story for you and I, not See, so much like the show. But it would be great for the show. It'd be like a, this like subplot where the producers sabotage the dates because she wants it. That never happens. So that's why I think it'd be that's cool. true. It'd be cool. It'd be cool I guess that never happens. It could have been I. I did not have a producer hat on mm-hmm. at the time um, because we were just starting casting. But right. okay. yeah, when I met you, I was like, this guy is genuine and he knows his way around media and he definitely would be a great person mm-hmm. on the show. But I literally just told no one right. that you were an option on the casting oh, table. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Okay, I'm just curious. <laughs> no, so, no, I was, I was kidding. Um all right, so the process of making the show, I'm like actually really yeah. curious about it because I love like a bad reality TV. I watched like um, Love Is Blind and um, Too Hot to Handle, so mm-hmm. was, yeah. And I'm now watching Nine Day Fiance because there's nothing more to do with your time when you're <laughs> in the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> so I'm ashamed, but it's great. I love it. Yeah. And so like I'm just curious, what was, what was the process like of like putting the show together and like mm-hmm. you did most of the editing? Yeah. So, like, yeah no, talk, I did all the about, editing. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, it was a lot because I don't necessarily know my way around Final Cut Pro. Mm-hmm. So just kind of going into it and going, all right, well, we want to do this show. What do we need? Like graphics. Okay, great. Created the graphics, felt confident in that. Then I was like, okay, let's look at a theme song and an opening song. So I went to, um, oh, I'm forget. I'm going to forget what it's called now. Um, what else? Um, like Epidemic right? Sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I- you use Epidemic, I use, right? Yep, I, I have a subscription. They're yeah. not a sponsor, so don't get... No. <laughs> but if you would like to sponsor... Yeah, if you'd like to, if you'd like to me, yeah. Epidemic, but, we would love that. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I would love a sponsor. Actually, we do have a sponsor for the show, if we have about that, um, which I'm not going to... I'm going to mess up the code for the, the sponsorship every single time. They just should check the description of your podcast. I think it's, I mean, it is, but it's Sanders 20 or Sanders 25. Try both. Uh, <laughs> it's for... Um, I forgot because I haven't done this in a long time. Huh? I don't, I don't remember. What? It's is your it, Manscaped green one, right? Oh, it's, yep, it's Manscaped. Yep. Yeah. Because they care about my, my genitals as much as I do. <laughs> Which I've not touched them at all during the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, I've made, I made a choice. Like, you know what? I'm going to better myself, so I'm going to like not not masturbate. That's a new spin on quarantine dating. What do you mean? How, how do you feel like that plays into quarantine dating for you? It, it makes me frustrated. I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I just, I just decided that I was doing it too much. So I feel like a lot of people out there probably can relate to this. Mm-hmm. I think when it first started, and you were like, "Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my time," that's what you did with your time. Like, I way too much. It was like it got. I got almost like weird. And I'll be honest here, I got weird porn brain, where I was mm-hmm. like, kind of like, "Oh man, I'm like just having a regular day, and I just see like boobs flashing my head for no reason." Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. So those images followed you. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. It oh. was. Yeah. It was a thing. I was like, I'm like. I don't think I should be it should be a thing, right? Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I probably should not do this, because I've noticed that when you like kind of like, whatever you like put in front of you is kind of what you absorb a little bit. Yeah. And so I would like to try to intentionally not do that. And honestly, since I've like not done that, I honestly feel like a hundred percent better. I don't even miss it at all. Wow. Kinda, yeah. I'm I'm shocked because I've I've done this experiment before, and this is probably the most effective it's been. Honestly. Well, that's exciting to hear. Mm-hmm. A new, what? maybe that's the next quarantine challenge for mm-hmm. those states that haven't opened up yet. <laughs> no, oh, no fat? Just join no fat. I mean, you can look it up. Apparently, you get superpowers from it, but I haven't got any of those. But 
I, there's other podcasts about this. I'll let you guys kind of you know find through our archives and, and I can explain that if you really want to know. Um, but not right now. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, do you know about this whole thing? No fast. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've told me a little bit about it. Yeah. I don't know. So because uh, because I'm doing, I'm a fabstronaut. Oh what? I'm fabstronaut, like astronaut. I'm a fabstronaut because I am exploring the new world of not doing that because I think for a lot of people it's a daily habit or a near daily habit or a mm-hmm. weekly habit and so when you're not doing it regularly you're kind of like exploring new frontiers yeah. like an astronaut but it's just I'm not touching yourself okay alright yeah I don't know why I shared this <laughs> I have no idea why I shared this is this staying in the show oh it's, yeah, it's staying on the show <laughs> this is staying on the podcast this is absolutely staying on the podcast this is 100% going to be in it so quarantine dating Keep going. Go ahead. Um, you can still yeah, so, so <laughs> you made it awkward. <laughs> I love that you made it awkward. Your, tra- would it, your tra- would it be your podcast if I didn't make it a little awkward? I mean, the transition was not you. smooth at all. That was, was the point. Oh. That was the point. Okay. Now I made it awkward. <laughs> yep. Go ahead. You, I had to explain my joke. Yeah. That's why it's not My bad. Joke. Okay. So, <laughs> so quarantine dating. So quarantine dating. Yes. From what you went. So I feel like from the producer's seat. Yeah. You witnessed a lot of like. I think a lot of you, there's a lot of stuff again. What's the word on the cutting room floor? Mm-hmm. It's like what's some of the most interesting things you learned about people mm. while like editing the show or like watching people's dates? Because like, is that what you guys did? You guys watched yeah. their dates? Were you like yeah. literally on the dates sitting there while they were on them? My co-producer Ashantis was okay, and I was because I was in such. I mean, editing that amount of content. Mm-hmm. So we were putting out two episodes a week, right? All of them were at least 20 minutes. And what's the name and of the show? Just so we can... Yeah, it's called Go the Distance. Go the Distance. Dating During Quarantine. Yeah. Um, if you look up Inclusive Collective, okay. we're, the, we're the top yeah. search, so you'll find us pretty I want to go to see you, because it's actually really good. I really enjoyed it. I watched it every week, and I was riveted. <laughs> so anyway, so I want to hear anyway, back to... Yeah. yeah. No, and I appreciated all of your responses about the episodes that you watched mm. and the things you enjoyed and that's mm. it's great to hear what people are enjoying especially because like i said i was consuming so much content mm. each date that we filmed was at least 40 minutes long mm-hmm. and some of them were an hour and a half and all of those dates have to be cut down to five minutes right. in order to kind of get it in an episode that fits well and so that was crazy because you're you are you're watching these dates and you're you know, some of it is you're. I really learned a lot about people's. Look, you are. You're fine. Okay. Let's get a phone call. This is <laughs> really professional setup here. Yeah. No, okay, you're good. I just. So, I need to, I'm looking up questions for the next se- segment. So. Got it. I'm not ignoring you. Keep going. Okay, cool. Um, it was interesting to see how people date. Really, everyone has a different dating style, and especially when you're dating on screen. It's so our dates are set up where it's totally blind. You don't know the person that you're jumping into. You don't know, you know, what they look like. We have a lot of queer people on our dating show, and so they didn't really even know, you know, what gender of the person they were going to be seeing was. Right. Um, so oh, that really? was, yeah, a lot of them did not realize until they hopped on the screen, like, oh, I match with a guy this time, or oh, I match with a girl, huh. or. Um, so it was interesting to kind of throw people into that and just see, you know, what your personality and what your interests um, amount to and, and what attracts other people. Mm-hmm. We had, um, this is actually a behind the scenes scoop. We don't tell, we haven't told many people this, but we okay. had a matchmaker come on to a behind the scenes episode that we haven't released yet. And all about like how are we matching this person to this person? We have oh. we're talking about casts that actually never got on camera because some people dropped off after we paired them. Right. So there's a lot of moving parts that really didn't even get featured on the wow. released episodes. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, so that's intriguing. So wait. Yeah. So what did that person? I mean, is there anything you can like give me exclusive? Yeah. <laughs> like, what can you tell me? Like the hat. Like, what's like a good thing or tidbit? That the relationship person figured out. One thing that we had not considered as producers, you know, we we designed the questionnaire. We're very intentional about what people's turn offs and turn offs were. Right. Um, but something that the matchmaker came in and said, "Oh, well, this person is this 
um, is an Aquarius and this person is a Scorpio and they would not fit well, but I think they would go better with these two. Um, cause we were really going off of questionnaires. We weren't even thinking about people's signs mm. and all that that entails. Um, which now in, in my experience of dating, I kind of think that it's good to know. <laughs> I don't necessarily want to make my decision on who I date based off of it. Right. But I do think that it tells you a little bit about that person like, and what their personality. But what does it tell you though? Like what kind of what kind of thing? Well I'm an Aries and I'm a fire sign, right. which tells you a lot about me like because what? that's kind of how I respond. <laughs> Whether I'm like playing a video game mm. or I'm in traffic. Um Oh you mean relentless cursing? <laughs> <laughs> so if your parents ever hear this, I'm making it up. <laughs> yeah. No, they're definitely not listening to this because you already said no fab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They won't. My parents are very conservative and not open about body. So that won't be a thing. Anyway, so. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think that I'm I'm a very passionate person. And someone who is a water sign, it's going to be 50-50 if we're a good fit. Because you might i'm my personality might read you as boring right. even if you're not Ooh. so i'm a scorpio mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. so what is was that, I, I, am i fire sign do you know no, do you even know no oh, i have i have zero clue <laughs> google it here i'm yeah i'm gonna google it let's see so all i know about scorpios is that we're supposed to be like really sexual or good at it at least and we're also big feelers and we are emotional people um and that's really all i really know i've never really been one to like dig too deep into this stuff when I was in high school, I read my daily horoscope. You did? You oh, didn't oh, tell me that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Oh. <laughs> oh, not only that, I read my daily horoscope in the paper, and I also had Yahoo horoscopes. Oh, those? my God, yeah. Yahoo. And I was on Yahoo horoscopes regularly, like pretty much every day. And some of it would work out, some of it wouldn't, but I would like hold stock in it sometimes. And that's what made me kind of pull out. I'm like, yo, I think I'm doing too much with like trusting these horoscopes. So did your research find anything yet? Or you um, just, no, just... I'm not. I haven't found what... Right, I'm Scorpio basis. I'm, I'm just gonna look up Scorpio. I'm like Scorpio, and I just give me a quick point. Uh, Scorpio traits. They're known by their. See, I don't see. Okay, we're a water sign. Ooh, you are a water sign. Water. Okay, no, it says element water. Yeah, Does that mean water sign. Mm-hmm. So you think I'm but boring? It says Scorpio is often mistaken for a fire sign. Okay, so which tracks? Okay, does that track? Yes. So, Have you seen your YouTube? What do you mean? <laughs> you just hop on with so much energy. That's not normal. I mean, I don't. I know very few water signs. Right. So, so I mean, wait, take it so, with a grain of salt. So people with water signs, they don't have energy? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you... I smell? <laughs> no. Your hand, you can't see your hand moving. She's moving around like... <laughs> I'm, no, no, no. I'm like, moving them in okay. circular motions okay. because I'm trying to ex- convey what I'm thinking. Okay. And the yeah. words aren't there right now. Okay. I can feel the fire coming out of you now. <laughs> Is the fire not... What? Always coming out. I feel like I'm always exuding. You have. I mean, the times that the times that I've witnessed you, like you know, not be fiery. You it scared me a little bit. I was like, you okay? Yeah. When you're like really like low exactly. energy. Exactly. Like, okay? <laughs> Did she need a cookie? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I like cookies. I don't know. Tell Just, me I'm pretty and feed me cookies. Okay, is that is that a thing? <laughs> is that how it works? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, or, or if is you, that how it works? Yeah. Honestly, most forms of chocolate. Okay. Tell me I'm pretty huh. in any form of chocolate. I'm chocolate. So, that was funny. No one, no one laughed at that. Okay, I thought it was a good joke. I thought it was hilarious. Okay, so a horoscope for um, a Scorpio's egg sign. It says that I'm water element. My quality is fixed. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Okay, I'm going to click it. See, I'm not a... All right, the fixed quality. Right after something has begun with a bang... A sign of fixed quality comes to calm the situation and last where found. Each season has a middle period when it is clearly defined and it is understood what can be expected from it. I don't know what I just read. This is a quality. This is a quality that finds it hard to make changes with people. Oh, and people. I can't read right now. I'm not learning anything. I don't know. That actually, I... I would agree with that. What, is um, it? what did I just read? What I'm reading is that you essentially are, okay, so say a situation is really amped up. Yeah. You're able to kind of go in and say, what's going on? Mm-hmm. How oh, can I solve it? Assess, assess the situation. Assess, yeah, assess the situation. Okay. 
what's the next move you make the next move and then you stay there you're fixed okay and that is for sure you okay 100 percent. do you know how many times you calm me down no but i'm glad so many okay i didn't know that i just thought i'm just being myself all right so funny my lucky numbers are 8 11 18 and 22 your favorite number is eight my favorite number is four i where's four i want four on here right now (laughs) um and my day is tuesday i don't I is that fr- your day? I guess it says my day is Tuesday. I want Friday. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Two day, Tuesdays for you during quarantine have kind of been kicking. Yeah. Eh. Oh, how? What? Taco Tuesdays, man. Oh, yeah. I've been cooking a lot, and I made some really good tacos. And then my friends were like, hey, come over and have tacos. And then we watched The Room for the first time, which we can probably delve into that before you get any deeper. <laughs> so, the f- your experience watching The Room, if you don't know The Room, by the way, it is the greatest movie of all time. I, I will lay down on a bed of rose thorns for that it's Are real you serious? yes it is the greatest movie you know why it is the most just it, the rose thorns was a bit it was extra but i'm just saying that like i would like fight anyone who says otherwise because it is the most entertaining film mm-hmm. of our generation mm-hmm. if not the millennia i think something that i appreciated when we watched it together mm. was that I had context of what the room was, right. what the expectation was right. watching that film, mm. because I honestly am very nitpicky about the media that I consume. Right, you are. As we started this podcast, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also watching it with company. Right. Yeah, I would advise that. So if you also watch it with friends, like over like share a screen on zoom and watch it if you can and this is the tommy was version because not cause there's other ones called the room or just room look up tommy was so the room yeah, just i can't say enough good things about it also for added thing i found i did some research i got bored you know mm-hmm. I the rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. um you can buy the blu-ray dvd directly from tommy's website and it comes with free underwear <laughs> and there's actually an underwear insert yeah. in each of your DVD slash Blu-ray yeah. discs yeah. where you can order more. Right, you can order more. <laughs> and so, like, I already have the have the original DVD, but I might get the Blu-ray because the Blu-ray apparently used the HD version. And so you want you, you want to see that movie in high quality. Like we kind of got robbed with how we saw it. What? I I would side with you buying it if it came with commentary because I know you love commentary. I know that's the only thing about that. So that's my one thing. I want them to release a special edition, like an anniversary edition, mm-hmm. where they have Tommy just give pure and honest commentary on the entire thing. Like, I would just. I mean, I would. I don't know. I don't know what I would do with that because I feel like he kind of like rewrote history because at first he's this is supposed to be a very serious film, and he decided. To all of a sudden just lie and say, "No, nah, man, it was a comedy the whole time," and I'm like, "There's no way you did this on purpose. Right. There's absolutely no way this was not a, a complete mistake, and you got lucky that it's hilarious how bad the I film mean, was. hats off to him that he was able to just keep that story and run with it. I honestly, mean, I mean, yeah, but spin a narrative where you could have just said, "I'm not a good filmmaker," and just. Actually, they're, they're, actually, just one thing too. This might be a scoop. Um, he's working on a new film called Big Shark. Where is it it's, here? It's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be out in theaters. I mean, it's, it's been delayed because of this whole thing. Do you want to know why I asked if it's here? Here, maybe in Chicago. Yeah. Why? So I was walking the other day. Uh-huh. I was in West Town, yeah. Chicago. Right. And as I was walking, I swear to God, I saw a guy that looked just like him. Really? And it freaked me out. You needed to get an autograph. <sighs> I wanted to take his picture, but by the time I got close enough to even be like, "Is that him?" Mm-hmm. Um, it was too. I was too close, and I would have been way too obvious taking a picture because his back wasn't turned. He was talking to someone. Oh. Um, but sunglasses, body type, like the whole, the arms, the everything. Everything. Everything yeah. he was wearing, I was like, the only thing is, this guy might have been a little bit taller than Johnny actually is. In real I have no idea how tall he is, because I can't tell people's heights on film. Because, I mean, if you think about it, um, who was it, Tom Cruise? Really short. He's, like, way shorter than me. Do you know why you can't tell Tom Cruise's? Because movie magic, obviously, they no. have... They have, the have gr- you noticed how every single, every single shot of him, uh-huh. there's, like, very clean vertical lines? Yeah. 
that makes him look taller. But also, they will have the girls that he plays against in the shots, when he's close up to them, they'll have to be like, either, he'll be on a box in the shots, so you don't see his feet. Or like I'm sorry, but yeah. I think that filming that, if, if I were to be filming that, I think it would be more humiliating for me to stand on a box than to just own that I'm short. Yeah, but the, the, the idea of like like the leading man, he's supposed to be like tall and, and, and strong and muscular, mm. and if you're like shorter, it just doesn't play as well. It's like you become a comedy, a comedy, um, a, a, a you comedian. Don't have to be a comedian. Like, I mean, I think about it, it's like Kevin Hart. He's short. It's a joke that he's short. It's funny. Uh-huh. And he makes it a joke. He does make it a joke, yeah. but he has done other films, and I'm pretty sure that he wants to be seen as a real leading man. He can't leave with being short. There are no short leading men. And if they are short, then they're at least hit, they hide their shortness. Like Tony Stark, um, a.k.a. Um, God, what's his name? You know him so well. He is short, too, and he wears listening shoes. He has really, <laughs> he has really large lips. Ew. Yeah, you're not, what is his okay, name? I'm not in a position to judge him. I mean, yeah, you are short. But what's his name? <laughs> I don't know why I'm forgetting uh, this. I'm blanking out. People are probably yelling at me right now when this is podcast. Tony Stark is played by Robert Downey Jr. Boom! Dang, you Thank just you, brain. whip that out. Thank you. I do that a lot. Thank you, brain. But um, I don't mean like whip that out. Like <laughs> I whip things out. Oh, gross. Gross. <laughs> I just meant that my brain can like run through cycles and whip things out like that. Yeah, like, that's exactly what I meant when I said that. Oh. But, you know. If your parents are listening, I'm sorry. They're not. I'm literally not it could sending be. them the link. It could be. <laughs> hey, I was on this really cool podcast. Parents, no. um, so Scorpios are resourceful, <laughs> brave, passionate, stubborn, a true friend. Uh, uh, my weakness is I'm distrusting, I'm jealous, I'm secretive, and I'm violent. I'm not violent. Ooh. See, that's the really thing. I think either. you do have. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not secret. I'm very open. Not, I'm yeah. way too open. <laughs> I don't trust everybody though. I think you're th- the right amount of open. I think I might be. I really enjoy how open you are. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm way too open sometimes. I'm trying to stop it actually. What were you gonna say? Oh, you forgot. It's fine. <laughs> you can't. You're sorry. So Scorpios like truth, facts, Accurate. being right, yeah. long-time friends, mm-hmm. teasing, and a grand passion. I actually agree with all that. We dislike dishonesty, revealing secrets not true, um, and passive people. Interesting. You definitely don't like passive people. Well, I, so funny. Um, one of my friends and I were talking, and she said I was. She said I could be passive sometimes, and I disagree, and I got kind of upset about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I am not passive. I just am. What's the word? Courteous towards other people. So like, yeah. I don't want to like make a decision when you also have a choice too. So I'm like, you can decide. I want to make things right. easy for you. Right. They're very different things. But I also can see where I could be seen that way if I'm honestly around friends. Cause I try to put them first. Yeah. So that could be a thing. I don't know. I think it's just a matter of discussion. Yeah. If you feel like you're putting someone first and that's not something you want to do. I know we've had that conversation before. I'm like, uh, I don't really want to watch that, but if you want to watch that, I will. Yeah. And it's hard because I, I never want you to feel like you're doing something for me. I want you to do it because you want to do it. And that's like, that's the crux. It's like, I also want someone who wants I to do things for also, me. I think mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm done. I think that's also just when it comes to getting to know people mm-hmm. or making new friends, um, being in a relationship, any of that, it comes with a give and take. Mm-hmm. And both pe- both parties have to show up for that give and take. Right. But I think, yeah, if you're willing to trade off and, yeah, oh, I wanted to go to that restaurant or right. I'd rather order this than that or what if we just split it? You know, there's just... There's so much compromise when it comes to getting to know people and relating to them mm-hmm. that um, to, I don't know, if someone told me that I couldn't do something for them because I was only doing it for them, right. I, f- I would feel a little, um, ch- maybe... Cheated? Yeah. I mean, it's hard because I feel like some people want to just really don't want to be, I don't know what's the word, babied. Or they don't want someone to feel resentful at some point. So you want to make sure that when they do things, they're doing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, lines up with what you want. Yeah. I mean, when we're talking about a small thing of movie watching or mm-hmm. game playing, um, that's really not something I would hope other people hold grudges about. Really? Oh. <laughs> You're getting in a fight about whose turn to do the laundry. And I mean, she's like, remember that time that you made me watch that shitty right. movie? Yeah. That's awful. If if 
if someone fought with me like that, right. I would question why I was with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the things I think also it's not really that though. It's like things build. It's be like, it could be like that might be the small thing, but the real like issue is something much bigger. But mm-hmm. those little things add up and become something big. In my experience or opinion, both experience. Okay, you can say experience and opinion. I don't think you have to. I, I want to put them together as one thing. Couple name it. My experience <laughs> and opinion. My o my opinics no opinics, opinions. Oh my god. Opinics. Okay, cool. It's, it's a thing now. My opinics <laughs> and my opinics. That's how it went down. What else is a thing? We in the streets. Um, Aries zodiac sign. It's fire. <laughs> Cardinal is a quality. I don't know what that means. That means you um, don't have fun. Um, <laughs> funny. False. Both our colors is red. Really? We, yeah, it says red for your color and my color. Um, Tuesday's also your day. Huh. Eight is also a lucky number. Eight is a lucky number. Um, your overall, your greatest overall compatibility is not me at all. Libra and Leo. My sister is a Leo. That's nice. I'm gonna be honest, don't think I can date a Leo. Yeah. <laughs> They're very like sunny side up mm-hmm. or doomsday. Is your sister? Which one's your sister? Or do you not want to say that? It's probably doomsday because that's why we don't say it. Um, so your strengths <laughs> are. Courageous, determined, confident, enthusiastic, optimistic, honest, and passionate. Your weakness—I agree with all those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree yeah. Yeah. Your weaknesses are you're impatient, moody, short-tempered. Just, they just telling on you. Impulsive <laughs> and aggressive. I am impulsive. You're a lot of these things. Would you say no? I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm, I don't know. I'm asking. Well, here's the thing. I feel a lot of feelings, but I don't think I'm moody. You've been in moods, but we all have been in moods. Yeah, yeah. and it's not that I am I'm insufferable right. in that mood. Right. What about I'm honest. I'm feeling that. Because that's that's short temper depends on the day. Right. So maybe that is short temper. Because like, I like yeah, I like tend to like not like short temper people, but it depends on how you handle your short temper. Are you like gonna yeah. like break stuff? Are you gonna like you know like go mm-hmm. off? Are you gonna like punch me in the throat? Like how, like mm-hmm. what happens when you're short tempered? Do you go? I need a minute. You take your minute, come back, and we can talk. That's just... Oh, yeah. Just, but, you know, in real time, that doesn't always happen. Yeah. No, that's true. So, it just... Yeah. Short-tempered. That's impulsive. one really stuck on. I am impulsive. Yeah. I'm crazy impulsive. Okay. Crazy? Mm. You're crazy? Sorry. Wait, I meant, wait, like, wait. I'm very impulsive, whoa, 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 and then you're, I was like, you're crazy? Ooh, <laughs> oh, this is, I thought it was ketchup on my shirt. It was blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's joking. <laughs> We're not in the same room. I don't know why you, why you have to say that. I mean, I don't know why you decided to squirt ketchup on your shirt over Zoom. That's weird. Because I am extremely impulsive as well. I can't do it. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Aries like comfortable clothes. Who does it? Who's like, I like stiff shirts. Right, um, I, I've definitely become more comfortable with that side of me during quarantine. Yeah, me too. I, I, oh, secret. I never owned more than one pair of sweatpants ever until this thing happened i finally bought like three or four pairs of sweatpants but i've never owned and i've really 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 rarely wore them uh, except for going to the gym that was it i don't okay, i don't, I don't allow i don't I've, lounge yeah um i've never bought a pair of sweatpants even now yeah you are dressed up most of the time i'm like I'm, you like you wear heels like during a pandemic mm-hmm. it takes some dedication I am just craving the normalcy of having events and going out. Mm. I do miss that. That makes sense. Um, I went to Target the other day in heels. Mm. What? I did. You might be a crazy person. Really? I just, I just wanted to feel how it felt to walk in a store mm. aisle uh-huh. and feel good in my heels. You know what? I'll, I'll say something. I, I really do respect women wearing heels even more because... I have a history, as you know, of, of like dating uh, tall girls, mm-hmm. and so there was one girl that was tall in particular, and I was like, you know what, I just just gonna buy some lifts, it's fine. And it wasn't because I was insecure about it; it was because I wanted her to feel small because I know that's a thing that women want to feel. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna do it. So I bought the lifts, started wearing them, and I wore like the highest height the first time we hung out. And well, you it, didn't even they, get yourself trained. You were they just hurt. like doing they, it. They hurt. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, David, my friend David, like he saw me wearing them. He goes, 
Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Do that again. Walk in the right way. And he goes, you're here walking like a girl right now. And he like got him and walked around like, look at you. It was funny because I was. I was like, I was on, you know, I was on like my, uh. Oh my gosh. Oh my, yeah. I was like walking on the, the ball of my feet. Which is what I had to do. That's how they work. Um, and I will not recommend them to anyone. Uh, at least not on the highest height. On the lower secondary height, it's fine. Just, you know, you're not, you're going to get tired earlier. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand why women are like, I don't want to dance because my feet hurt because I'm wearing heels. I'm like, oh, I wear comfortable shoes to go out. Yeah. That's a requirement. Yeah. But I used to like, get so annoyed. I'm like, don't wear the heels. Why are you going to wear things where you mm-hmm. only have like six hours to wear them? Mm-hmm. I totally now, from a different perspective, I totally respect that women wear heels because they make they make your legs look good. They do with other stuff. I understand they have a purpose, but I don't think they're worth it for the pain you go through. Oh yeah. But women also go through a lot of pain for like you know your eyebrows threaded, um, lasering stuff off. And I'm just like, man, I wish our society was different. Where like it, that wasn't what, what showed beauty. Yeah. Because it's, it's I wouldn't do it. I'd be an ugly girl. I just would not try. <laughs> I'm like, nope, not through my eyebrows. Sorry. Nope, not cleaning the bush. Sorry. Not doing any of it. I'm just going to just Okay, be but me. you manscape. I mans- manscape to sponsor. Yeah. You manscape, so what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, fair enough. But it doesn't hurt. Just, your stuff hurts. Oh, well, if you're waxing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some of your stuff will hurt. It hurts. I mean, I just... I will not go in the salt box, but I will... Uh, no, just I was advocate for us. Go for it. I'm not advocating. I'm just this how I honestly feel. I don't care if your hairs, are, hairs, your legs are hairy. I don't care if your arms are hairy. Just like yo, just be you. Be a good person. You're probably so attractive somewhere. Yeah. Figure it out later. You know, just I don't know. But then again, I get it. There's also competition out there. You got to compete with other girls and yep. whatnot. And so like you gotta look your best. And unfortunately, we live in a society that says you're not your best if you are being the real you the hey way you're maybe born. that quarantine will change it it won't <laughs> it absolutely will not i would love that if, if it changed a few people's minds i mean i just feel, i just know it's gonna happen as soon as it's like the world is normal again we'll just go back to where they were and they're excited to do it too like i can't wait to get my feet waxed so people need that i mean i can't wait for my first pedicure mm. but i do that for me uh, i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get i think i'm gonna have my first pedicure ever like in a, in a shop I, I you gotta get it go to the right one like you gotta get one where they have the back massager uh, as you're getting you're not uh, a back massage person I'm already like tense about the actual like thing so I'm like I don't, I don't know so we are running into a little bit of a time crunch so I'm gonna jump real quick you know did you have any, any other insights about massages no nah, you're good you're good okay. so I'm gonna throw out real quick a couple questions okay um just Normally on the show, we would go on Reddit. I, I bring it up over and over again, but back when the show started, we would get all our questions from Cosmo. Cosmo killed the section for the actual questions. So instead, we just steal things from Reddit. <laughs> I'm going I'm to call this podcast one day, Chris Steals Things from Reddit. Or whatever. Stolen Reddit content. I don't know. It's not content. It's just questions. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. So this, this man wrote in. He needs advice. He goes, my 36-year-old wife. Okay. Okay. Keeps keeps tying my boots after I told her to keep her hands off them. I tried to teach her a lesson by pranking them and putting glue on them, and I really hurt her feelings. What should I have done? Ask why she's touching your boots. I feel like it's a simple answer. I think it's not that. Oh, are you getting down to the to the real thing, or are you just trying to put a bandaid on it and being like, "Stop it"? Right. Are you having a conversation about it? Yeah, that, that, that's always the if answer. If it's really irritating you yeah. that bad, <laughs> why is this not a more in-depth conversation on your end, sir? But I also want to ask, ask this question, though. Why does his wife not respect his wishes? Because he's like, hey, Where don't... Where is he putting the boots? Hey, don't tie my boots. Don't tie my boots. Are you putting your dirty boots on the, my nice friend Don't matter. Porch? Don't tie my boots. I don't know if I have an answer for you. <laughs> I just, I just, if I said don't tie my boots, and it's like my my thing, my property, I'm like, yo, don't tie my boots. Why, why is that? Why is that not okay? I just feel like there's a lot of context that I don't have. Right. Pretend like you have context. Pretend. No, because that's assuming. <laughs> How am I supposed to give you good advice if I'm assuming? Yeah. Making an ass out of you and me is better content. So. I, want to, I just want to see, like, what... Oh, like, like, so like you a, asked me to come on and talk about the dating show that I produced, but you, you really just wanted the bad side of, of me to come out. No, what I really wanted to hear is I wanted to hear why you keep tying my boots. 
because you're not listening when I tell you to put them in the mudroom. There's a mudroom? There is a mudroom. And you know what you do? Uh-huh. I have a nice white front porch uh-huh. that I sweep every single day. Uh-huh. And you know what you keep doing? What? You put your dirty ass mud boots <laughs> on my nice white front okay. porch so why when the mudroom is right. Th- I'm tying them because I'm sick and tired. What? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm just playing in white. Well, uh, obviously, I'm just trying to see what you do. <laughs> And, but uh, if I am, if I'm moving the boots yeah. and say there's like two kids underneath me and I'm just like, oh, whatever, tie them, shove them mm-hmm. in where they're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that like, she keeps tying her boots, have a conversation about why she's why, tying the boots. Why is he so upset about her tying his boots? Because they're his boots. Leave his boots alone. Okay, but. Black boots matter. As a white person, I have to be quiet whenever that phrase happens, so. Really? But for boots? Listen, anytime someone says something black matters, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to not gonna argue with you. Oh, man, it's about my trump card. No pun intended. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that was good. That's good. So, um, so this is another one. So, oh, okay. It's actually something I, I could actually relate to. So, my girlfriend keeps getting sad over a BTS member. You know what it is? BTS is that, is that current? Is like is the K-pop? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, K-pop group. Yeah. So, I think she's getting sad over, like, you know him not acknowledging her or him like maybe even just like you know having a bad day how do you feel about the, the kind of dissociation that happens with like celebrities and, and people is more kind of the question I'm asking mm-hmm. um like if your significant other was getting like upset because of Rihanna like I wrote Rihanna today and she didn't rewrite me back how would you respond to that um it kind of sounds like they've had this conversation a lot yeah I would start off with, oh, that person's probably really busy, mm-hmm. especially if it's Rihanna. I bet they have a PR person right. who handles their stuff. So you're gonna, you're Rihanna's gonna, probably not even getting that message, right? Um, so you're gonna you play know, into, you're gonna play into the delusion that Rihanna. I'm is, gonna need to meet you where you're at oh, and reason with you. Okay. I I kind of yeah. think it's in that sense. I'm sorry to whoever's listening that has a major crush on a celebrity and mm-hmm. feels ignored by them. But I kind of feel like handle, you need to handle the situation like you would a toddler with Santa. Hmm. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. All right. Here is the final question. It's a big one. Oh, boy. I know this sounds mean. No. But how do I tell my girlfriend, she's 23, that all I'm going to think of is Joe Exotica when I see... Oh, I keep on Exotica. It's Joe Exotic. How do I tell my girlfriend that all I'm going to think of is Joy Exotic when I see her if she cuts her hair into a mullet? Listen, if you cut your hair into a mullet, you deserve to be seen as Joy Exotic. I'm sorry. Why the hell mm. would you choose to cut your hair like that? I mean, I unless like, it's a joke. I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be real. Maybe she's thinks. You know, you know how guys are... do that. Like, oh, I'm gonna shave off my beard, mm-hmm. and then they always do that. Oh, let me see what I would look like with a mustache. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's in a process of cutting her hair shorter, mm-hmm. and she's just like, oh my god, wouldn't it be funny if I cut my hair right. so exotic? I think that that. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you just tell her. Be honest. Just tell her the truth. Like you're gonna look like a dude to me if you do this. I'm gonna equate it to. Some guys don't mind short hair. Some guys love short hair. Some guys hate short hair. Some guys are like, if you cut your hair like that, I'm going to view you this way. It's, at the end of the day, it's kind of up to the, the woman. Yeah. Whoever's but, cutting their hair makes the choice of what their haircut looks like. Right. But I feel like in some ways, though, like some guys take ownership of the, of the hair because they're like, oh, well, if you cut it, I'm not going to be trying to do you anymore. Is that, is that an issue? Like, don't you want to feel attractive to the person you're with? Like, does their opinion not matter? Don't, don't. Aren't you attracted to me out, outside of what my hair looks like? It depends on the What about people who wear wigs? Yeah. What about people who dye their hair? Right. There's so many caveats to that argument that right. I just, I feel like, all right, well, if that's the case, then you were a shallow, shallow person when I met you, and right. you're a shallow person when I'll leave you. That's true. Ooh, dang. Fire. <laughs> Sorry, so, my Aries came out there. So what about the, <laughs> so what about when, like, okay, when guys threaten to shave their beards, and girls are like, oh, no, I like beards. Very similar. That's a, a great counter argument. A, a lot of girls are like, yo, you shave that beard. I don't know what, what I'm gonna do. What I'm gonna do with you? I won't be here. My biggest thing is I'm gonna try and explain to you why I feel that way. I feel that way because I want to see. 
I don't know. I like how a beard frames your face. That's going to be my reasoning. If if I come in and I'm like, oh, I want to cut my hair into a mullet, and someone is like, I really like your long hair, or what about a short hair, or mm. what do you think about this? And Or even met me and said, let's just see what you're, let's do like a, one of those face swap things yeah. to see like what that haircut would look like on you. I'm all about Photoshop. I'm like, if I can Photoshop it, uh, we're going to do a preview. Yeah. If we both like, eh, you're like, eh. Yeah. It saves a lot of money, a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of like emotional yeah. pain. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you for helping this person. I think people just want to be heard at the end of the day. Yeah. That's really, people just want to have that person to share things with. And I don't know, sometimes when people come in at me and are trying to make a crazy decision, I'm like, oh, what's going on? Are you feeling insecure about something? Are you looking for something to be in your control? Mm. I think it's good to get to the root of that decision, mm. which is why I kind of make decisions a little slower than an, another Aries would. Right. Because I'm trying to figure out why I'm motivated to make a decision. I respect that about you. Thanks. I do. No, it's great. I, mean, I, mm. I don't share that same value. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so, to wrap up the show... Where can people find you, and what what, what, are you, what are you promoting? What are you pushing? I mean, the whole context for me coming onto the show was the quarantine dating show. Uh-huh. Um, so go the distance, check it out. Um, we've got seven episodes, eight the eighth episode in the works, which is all the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I'm super pumped to share it. Um, and you can find me on Safe Haven in the City mm-hmm. on Instagram, Safe Haven Chai mm-hmm. on. Uh, Shy? Twitter? Yeah, C-H-I. Shy. Like Shy City? Well, I'm not from here. Okay, so fair like, enough. I don't feel like I can say Shy City. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. You know? Sorry. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Cool. And safehaveninthecity.com if you're interested in hearing more about my dating anecdotes and lifestyle or, you know, that's things a- to do in the city once we open again. When we're free? <laughs> right. Yeah, what do you think the first thing you're going to do when we're free? Um, I am going to go to a public park and have a picnic with my friends. Mm. Um, definitely bring in wine and a charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. That's for sure happening. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, I'm going to go get my eyebrows done mm-hmm. and get a pedicure. <laughs> nice. I, I have no idea. I'm honestly, when we're allowed to be free, I'm probably going to stay inside. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to try to, like, maintain kind of, like, the focus I've kind of gotten from this thing of, like, being able to work on projects and, like... Mm-hmm not get distracted by everything going on in the world because I feel like I've gotten a lot of insight in like what's like really important for me at least mm. uh, but I probably will wind up at some point going to a bar with David and Mo <laughs> I'm sure that's probably what's going to happen it will probably go to go to Gaslight because yep. that's what we, our friends are it's going to be lit it's, I don't know if it's going to be lit it's, I just think it's going to be I, just, I don't think it's going to be lit I just think it's going to be like it's going to be slow a slow transition mm-hmm. into like a new sense of normalcy because honestly, when we went there anyway, it was always like Mo's working, David and I are sitting there. There's almost no one in the room the way Mo likes it, <laughs> and we're just talking and catching up and being friends, which we've been doing a lot of recently. But I feel like it'll just be a, a change of venue. It'll be nice yeah. just to be like socialized. But I think things here are gonna be crazy, like for the first run. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really ready because you know Indiana's already opened, and right. there's other things people are. Everyone's making decisions for themselves, mm-hmm. and that's great. All the power to them. But it makes me more nervous because yeah. I don't know what my best move forward is when other people around me are right. making decisions that that still affect me. Right. Yeah. Scary. But yeah. here's what we do. We'll have you back on the show because I want to have like a deeper, more in-depth conversation about like what you've done during the quarantine to keep yourself sane and like mental health mm-hmm. stuff and um, you know what kind of bowl bath you use but the kind of bubble bath yeah you bubble bath oh well I have a stand up shower so I haven't had a bubble bath in over a year what I miss them stinky oh I still use my shower thank you <laughs> that makes one of us not, not many people are smelling me right now though. so even if I wasn't I'd probably be fine that's fair All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for um, listening to this podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode of Black Man Answers Cosmo. You know where to find us. Outside your window. (laughs) And past Chris is a filthy, filthy liar, because the Black Man Answers Cosmo uh, with this episode is now done.
I want to thank everybody who has made this show what it has been. I want to thank Eric Dorch for being my trusty sidekick slash co-host. Um, I think the, the crew of the Waterproof Sponge, who was around for a while too. Um, I just think it's time to move on to different things and just, you know, try something new. You know, I've, I've done the thing where I've answered questions from a magazine. I've done a thing where I was a, a love doctor, if you will. I've done the thing where I've, you know, done a lot of things, you know. <laughs> I just feel like it's just time to let this one go to pasture. And, you know, after, like, I don't know, like, so many years and inconsistencies, I want to put my energy into something that can make a, a bigger impact. And so with that, we're moving into the era of the Cancel Culture Podcast. Uh, you can find us right away by clicking in the show notes uh, and going to cancelculture.cc, not .com, but cc, uh, for more information. Um, but yeah, we're going to kick off, the, I think the first episode is going to be about Doja Cat, and then we got one on Jimmy Fallon, and then we got one on um, Hartley, I forget his last name, uh, he played um, the elongated man on The Flash. Uh, we're going to do one on Chris Brown. We're going to do one on R. Kelly. We're going to do one on um, Louis C.K. I, I just want to get like as many as, as possible out there. I'll be doing a lot of them alone, but if I can't get a guest, I will. Uh, but I just want to discuss this from a different POV. Like, cancel culture, to me, is toxic. And it's crazy to me that they always try to cancel somebody for every little thing they do, even things that you know happened in the past. Like, it's crazy to me that a tweet you made in, you know, 2014, 2012, can now affect you in 2020. That, to me, doesn't really, you know, compute. What have you changed? What have you become a better person? What have you, you know, had a zen moment, you know? And then why are some people allowed to get away with it and others aren't, you know? If you think about the fact that, uh, who is it? Um, there's so many people that have messed up and just apologizing, and they're like, oh, it's cool, it's fine, <laughs> you know? Uh, but my point being, the new podcast is going to cover new ground. It'll be more topical. They will be shorter. They won't be like hour long, night long conversations anymore. Uh, they'll be like twenty minutes long, max. However, the, the topic may take us. Uh, I just hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, you can still find us in the same feed. I'm just gonna change the logo and everything. Uh, just want to say thank you again to the people that that made this thing possible, um, and and really did help like make this show something special. I, I already said though, uh, like last year, that like after the episode with my dad. I didn't think I could really top it, you know. And that's one I'll tell you. If you want to hear the hear the best podcast that I've ever made, go listen to one with my dad, and then you can move on. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much. That's Chris, cancelculture.cc, and I hope you guys enjoy the new show. Have a good one and a good life. If you don't want to, you know, hear the new show. <laughs> I love your thoughts. Leave a comment. Leave a note. Leave a review. They all mean something great to me. Bye, guys. I said I wasn't going to cry. Uh...